0: Are you looking for new books to read? Do you like finding a new special author? Are you tired of the same old books from the same old authors? Well then, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where you can hear from fantastic new authors. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have worked hard to write great new books. Hear about their book and why you should check it out. So sit back and listen to today's Discovered
1: Wordsmith. All right, today, uh, episode 99. Who would have ever thought that I'd be at almost 100, right? Uh, First couple episodes I did. I looked at it going, man, that's just not looking good. I thought I'd never get this far, but here we go. And I've still got some in in the can waiting. I know there's authors I've talked to that ask, hey, when's my episode going to be live? And it is coming really. Um, But today we've got Davia Andrews. She is originally from Jamaica, but now lives in Georgia, has a book out on poetry. It's a great talk about changing not only where you live, but different country, and how that affected her writing, and what got her started. It's a good thing to listen to. So sit back and enjoy. Here's Davia. Davia, morning or afternoon. Welcome to a Discovered Wordsmiths. Great to talk to you. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Great. Let's find out a little bit about you before we talk about your book. So tell everybody what you like to do, some of the things you do outside of writing, where you live, things like that.
0: Well, currently I live in Brunswick, Georgia. I'm originally from Jamaica. I was born and raised in Kingston, Jamaica. I think I moved when I was 21. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So I'm like full-bred Jamaican. I currently live in Brunswick, Georgia. And outside of writing, I pretty much just, I read a lot. And I'm always watching Netflix
1: something. Got it. So why'd you move from Jamaica?
0: I got a job offer in first Originally, I got a job offer in Buford, Georgia, which is northern Georgia, and then I got another job offer like a year later down in Brunswick, where I am today.
1: Okay. Do you go back to visit? You still have family back there?
0: Yes, I still have my parents back there. My little brother is back there as well. I go back. I try to go back once a year, but
1: it's been hard because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I used to work on a cruise ship that went to mm-hmm. Grand Bahama Island, so um. I haven't been everywhere down there, but I definitely <laughs> bragged to everybody because it was over Christmas, and I said. <laughs> Yeah, guess what? I'm on a beach with a blue. It was like very beautiful and gorgeous. (laughs) Oh, I've always wanted to go to the Bahamas. Yeah. So that's about as close as I've gotten. You said you like to go back, visit family. Do you do anything, music or anything like that?
0: No, I just, I listen to a lot of music, but I am not musically inclined at all. Okay.
1: It just, it seemed like you might be a musical person. A lot of writers, it seems. Okay. I don't know, maybe just I'm thinking back to the music when I was working mm-hmm. on the cruise ship. So what made you start writing? What You said you got a job here. And now you're writing. Do you still have the job? Do you just write? What got you started to want to write? I still still have the job. I work in hospitality
0: and events. I run a lot of mostly weddings, but I don't think there was like a set time in my life when I wanted to write. I just always have been. I remember getting really good feedback from my high school English teacher on a short story I wrote. And I just kept going and going. And I took a creative writing course in college in Jamaica when I did my bachelor's degree. And I fell in love with it there. And that's when I really started taking poetry seriously and thought, hey, I can do something with this. So I kept writing. I still write today. I try to write everyday life.
1: I imagine there's a lot of weekends you don't get to write just because you're probably at a wedding or something like that.
0: Yeah. Sometimes two, three weddings for the weekend. Like it's crazy.
1: <laughs> now, I know this isn't necessarily what you write, but it just seems like with that type of job, being at weddings all the time, it, it, it sounds like you'd be writing romance and writing these you know, <laughs> you know, wedding stories and stuff. Yeah, you would think that,
0: but I do not love poems. I just, Gosh. I think I'm horrible at it. I've tried my hand at it before and it always ends in like something very depressing, but
1: I try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can go with that. You're writing, you have a book out. Tell us about the book. What's the title on? Give us a little bit of what it's like, what it's about.
0: Okay, so it's called To Fight Fire With Sun, and it started after what I like to call my hell week. It's like the worst week of my life, and it was just like one thing right after the other, and it, the week ended with my best friend in Jamaica. He had been diagnosed with leukemia, and he ended up getting COVID, so he passed yeah. away, and it was like a breaking point for me, and he had always encouraged me to like write a book and I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I booked a ticket to Jamaica, and I spent two weeks there, and I wrote the book. And now wow. here we are.
1: <laughs> so like, uh, you wrote the whole book in two weeks?
0: Yes, yeah, I did. A few wow. of the poems are from like my college courses, my creative writing courses. But I wanted to do something that like really helped me get through my so A lot of the themes in the book, it's talking about loss, whether through love, or I did write about processing his death. And two weeks later,
1: here, here I am with a whole book. Wow! Condolences on your loss. I know a lot of people have gone through a lot of that during these last couple of years, yeah. but to channel that into writing, I think that's pretty powerful. I think that's been the, uh, not inspiration, but the spur, the push that yeah. some people use and channel their emotions into that writing. So Definitely. did you, you said you've been planning, do you think you would have written the book without this event that happened in your life?
0: I think I would have, but I think it would have taken me a lot longer than it did. I think that was just the catalyst that I needed to actually sit down and do it.
1: Yeah. So do you have plans for other books?
0: Yes, definitely. I am working on my second book right now. I'm hoping to release it later this year. And I eventually want to get away, well, not get away, but venture into short stories and possibly like YA fiction.
1: But right now I'm focusing on poetry. Nice. Okay. So your poems do you have a favorite like poet that you could say oh my my stuff like this some other poet i do think i'm similar to
0: pavana reddy she wrote this amazing book called where do you go alone i just love that book and i think our writing styles are similar but i think i have a slightly unique voice in that i have my jamaican experiences mixed with my
1: american experiences and it just it comes out in it okay and and this may be a little weird. If you thought about writing before, did you think about, like you said, the short stories in that? Mm-hmm. And then the poetry wasn't as much thought of? Or have you always wanted to do poetry? I'm cause I, And the reason I'm asking, I'm not trying to be weird about it, but sometimes I know I've talked to other authors where they want to write a novel, but they just can't get themselves to do it. And then they found writing short stories got them into writing a novel. So I'm just, did the poetry, was that always your plan? Or did you do this because of what happened to you? And you're like, oh, now I know I can write for that confidence.
0: I've always written poetry, but I've always wanted to write a novel. And I've always known I've been good at poetry. But to answer your question, I think I am trying to like better myself in poetry and then get to the whole short story before I get into the novel aspect of it. Because it's super hard.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, And the reason I ask is, Uh, As a lot of the authors and a lot of people that listen to the podcast are new authors, and a lot Mm -hmm. of people I talk to just struggle. I want to write, I want, but I can't, and blah. And it, I like that you're moving into the stories and books, and you still have that poetry. So it's nice to hear you didn't just write one thing and then, oh my gosh, I can't. It's helped you move on. So I love that. Definitely. So the poems, the second book, is this going to be a series? Are they connected or just?
0: It's slightly connected. wanted to do something that it could be standalone, but if you read it right after my first book, it closed. So that's what I'm going for. And I can tell you that it's going to be basically about emotions on a whole, exploring emotions. Wow.
1: That's understandable considering (laughs) what is going on. (laughs) So is this self-published or traditionally published? It's self-published. Okay. Did you consider traditionally yes. or did you always want to do this self-published?
0: I've always wanted to do it traditionally, but I don't know what made me try self-publishing. I just, I was looking around on Google one day and I was like, you know what, I can do this. And then
1: I just went through it. Okay. Nice. And your story, short stories in that, you go self-publish those also? Yes. Okay. We'll talk more about author stuff coming up in the second half here after we talk about the book. What's the title of the book again? To Fight Fire With Sun? Yes, it is. Why that title? I was driving
0: home from work one day and I was thinking as we all do when we drive home from work. And it just popped into my head, that line to fight fire with sun. And I got home and I just wrote it down immediately. And I really loved it. And I don't even know where it came from. I like to say that a little creative theory popped into my head and just (laughs) gave me a great idea. But essentially, I like to think of To Fight Fire With Sun in, in that whenever life gives you anything, you come back at it full force. And that's what I was going for with the title To Fight Fire With Sun.
1: Okay, so is there an actual poem in the book with the same title? Yes, the first um, poem in the book is called To Fight Fire With Sun. Okay, and all the rest of them are all about emotions and dealing with grief and death, you said. Yeah.
0: Grief, death. I have a few of them trying, kind of dealing with love, but it gets depressing. So, (laughs) right.
1: You don't want to uh, get people depressed when they're trying to read romance. That kind of goes against. Yeah. So, uh, what's the feedback, Ben? What have people been saying that have read it? Oh, it's been phenomenal, actually. It's I've
0: gotten a lot of great feedback. There's one review in particular that stands out to me where. See, I'm not really sure if her gender or his or her gender so they basically started by saying that they detest my writing style but they can't they can basically say that it wasn't well written they said every poem was well written and it just it felt like something that a human would really relate to and I think that was like one of the best reviews I've ever gotten nice. Yes. and I've been very great feedback from friends family from people that I've haven't even met like my Someone made a video of my book on TikTok when they got it.
1: That was just amazing. That's cool. So you got that book talk or whatever they call it. I haven't done Yeah. Nice. I'm trying to break into it, but it's kind of, it's a little rough. So... (laughs) You speak English. I couldn't detect, I don't detect any, accuracy. but d- did you think of translating this so you have it in two languages? So our main language in Jamaica is English,
0: but I have been thinking of using my native language in some of the other poems for my second book that I'm getting into and trying to really explore that Jamaican side of me, which for that one, I would probably do a translation for both, but we'll see I'm when the time comes.
1: I'm not a huge poetry reader, but I definitely would be interested in seeing a- book of poems where it's like English on one side and Jamaican on the other and comparing and seeing, even though I can't read it, I, it would just be interesting to me to see that. I think that would be unique. Could be something unique.
0: It is a great idea. So thank you. So
1: much. If, if you do that, I want to see it. Definitely. I don't okay. want to see that. So I usually ask people, movies or TV shows that they'd like to have their book turned into. I don't know if that works so well with poetry. <laughs>
0: No, it doesn't. I have seen poetry turned into like a music video and that's kind of what I want to go
1: for. Oh, that would be cool. That now yeah. you're talking about breaking into the TikTok, that would be something to do. Hire someone to create a video with your poet. Yeah. I've
0: been looking, but it's just, it's rough with like my full-time job and everything, so.
1: Yeah, I understand. I'm not the uh video person, but <laughs> I, I like that idea. You know, that's the type of thing my wife would definitely be attracted to. Some nice yeah. video with a poem being read over top of it or something she, that she likes those types of things a lot uh, i should try that <laughs> yeah, hey it, it it can't hurt just to read it mm-hmm. yourself and get some videos that go with it of some uh, just just my thought but because you have a very nice voice i think it'd be very pleasant oh, to listen you. to thank something you. like that so hey give it a try
0: oh <laughs> and i'll uh, give you
1: complete credit <laughs> Yeah, we're getting a little off track on the book, but I like that idea. <laughs> so do you have a website for people to go to?
0: No, I'm currently working on my website right now. I hope to like make it fully published within a month or two, but no, I don't currently have a website. I just have my social media pages.
1: Okay. And where can people find your book?
0: It's available on Amazon, major online retailers. It's also available on this great bookstore that's based in Australia called Amplify Bookstore. And I had reached out to them for them to put my book in their inventory, and they loved it, and they represent BIPOC authors. So it's a
1: great bookstore. Nice. Okay, I'll have to put links to that. I'll look that up. It's mm. very cool. It, that sounds definitely, th- this is our world. You're from Jamaica, you live in the States, and you have a bookstore in Australia that's featuring your book. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. So you mentioned you like to read a lot. What are some of your favorite authors and what are your some of your favorite books?
0: Currently, so my favorite books change every day. So currently, I'm reading The Bridge Kingdom by Daniel L. L. Jensen and I just, I love it so much. Apart from that, I do, there's this book called Guys by Neil Schusterman. I like the whole YA yes. aspect of things and that's what I've always been drawn to. I just, I love fantasy, I love YA fiction. So, between those two. As for poetry, I'm a huge Warsonshire fan. She has, I mean, I just love all, all her books
1: and she's amaz- an amazing poet. Nice. Okay. And down there in Georgia, do you have a favorite <laughs> bookstore that you like to go visit? There's this bookstore.
0: It's not in Georgia. It's actually an hour away from me in Jacksonville, Florida. And it's called Chamberlain's Book Mine. And wow. I don't know if you're familiar with Doctor Who, yes. possibly based on your, <laughs> the background. Yes. Um, yeah. But it's. <laughs> Like a TARDIS, it looks so small on the outside, but as soon as you go in, it's like miles and miles of books. And I just—it's my favorite
1: bookstore ever. That's pretty cool. So I take it you watch a little sci-fi at least. Yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't big on Doctor Who until my wife <laughs> turned me on to him. Uh, so, who's your? Which one's your favorite Doctor?
0: Oh, uh, I don't think I really have a favorite. Oh, one. really? No, I just—I think everyone brings in like a certain like aspect to it, certain characteristic to it, and like personality trait, And I just, I love them individually. Got it.
1: Okay. Exactly. That's fair. Um, <laughs> okay. And when you go back to Jamaica, do you have a favorite bookstore down there?
0: No, I don't no. think I, I really go back to the bookstores there. There is one that I loved when I was little and it's called Sangster's Bookstore. It was just, I would drive my mom insane, like spending hours in there at a the time, but Ever since I moved, I haven't really been back to any of the bookstores
1: there. Okay, just curious because I, I like to put links to the favorite bookstores on the show mm-hmm. notes, and mm-hmm. I don't think I have any from Jamaica yet. I've got Canada <laughs> and Scotland and Australia and a few yeah. others. So, <laughs> oh, I'll send you that bookstore room link. Okay. That would be pretty awesome. Right, so, we want to talk some author stuff. Also, but before we do, tell everybody listening why they should get your book and read your book.
0: I think if you, as a reader, want to experience someone putting into words like your thoughts, your feelings, what are your experiences, I think you should pick up my book because I want to say that I think I've done a pretty good job at relaying those feelings, especially as it relates to grief and loss. So that's my main reason why I think you guys should read my book
1: nice cool i agree with that thank you (laughs) thank
0: you for listening to discovered wordsmiths come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future it might be you